future. We're talking real money. Hey, let me give you a phone number real quick for talking real money. It's 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Because we're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about money and all the things you do with your money. We're going to talk about some of the people who do things with your money who shouldn't be doing some of the things we think that they are doing with your money. And to that end, hi everybody, I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cock is over there. And we interrupt today's scheduled topic to bring you the following topic that we just discovered. And both of us are incredulous that yeah i think that's the right word i'm floored we can't find it anywhere else in the financial media and it strikes us that this for investors in this country is a pretty darn big story no it's massive so here's the deal got a call was gonna you know incorporate it into the show and in the call the caller asked what should i do with these vanguard funds i own that are now charging a purchase and redemption fee, and I which thought to myself they they don't they don't Vanguard doesn't charge purchase and redemption fees for their funds. That sounds like the, isn't there a C word that you it starts well, yeah, with C and ends? Yeah, with I mean, okay, if you charge M- somebody, let's say you charge somebody one percent to get into a mutual fund, it's a commission. Yeah. It's, it's nah, that's the word. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah, it's an extra yeah. fee. So I thought, no, this can't be real. So I did a little research. And I went to a page at Vanguard.com. You just search for it at Vanguard's personal investor side. Uh, Vanguard Mutual Fund Fees and Minimums is the title. And there's a button. that's well, First, it says, very few Vanguard funds charge fees when you buy and sell shares. The fees are designed well, it used to, to be zero funds yeah, until yeah, recently. Yeah. It wasn't any. The oh. funds are designed to help those funds cover high transaction costs and protect long-term investors by discouraging short-term speculative trading. Oh wait, this does ring a familiar bell now, because they did it to discourage traders. They don't want market timing with their funds. Yeah. I get that, of course, because it's expensive to the people that holds them. Yeah, hold them. but the thing is, these fees are really high. I mean, Emerging Markets Government Bond Index, 0.75. Global... It's, then X, you add that to the, the cost of the fund at 0.1 or whatever. Now oh, you're... Yeah, no, it's actually... Really yeah, it's expensive. About that. It's about that. Uh, yeah, the one that no, the, it's the yeah. most shocking is the... Would this? Why would this be a trader's fund? The Long-Term Corporate Bond Index Admiral Shares. You wouldn't think so. One percent to get into that that discourages trading long-term corporate uh institutional one percent um so they have some that are a quarter of a percent some that are one percent and the funny thing is is they've got some that have it going in and not going out and some that have it going in and going out and it just okay that's part one of the i remember when you sent this to me i said their site got hacked yeah, you did. Because this is so non-Vanguard. Like, you got to go refresh. you got to do something. It's up on their own site. Number two, I can't find it anywhere in the financial media, anywhere from the Wall Street Journal to Barron's to Investor Business Daily. And you would think this would be a fairly decent-sized story because Vanguard has been the king of indexing, do-it-yourselfers, low-cost. Of course, they were good on customer service. They didn't used to charge you for things like getting your paper statements. They have changed things 
uh, Don the last few years. So yeah. it's a bit different than it was. And it's funny uh, because this caller said they're just doing this to me. So it strikes me that to this client, it's something new. And, and honestly, I cannot find a single news story about it anywhere. I don't know how that's managed to slip it slip uh, under everybody's radar. But it's something no. to be aware of now. Uh, it used to be that you know Schwab would charge you a fee on Vanguard's funds yep. because they didn't get any money yep. otherwise. But for they would hold them in that portfolio, but they weren't getting anything from the funds. They said, "Well, now we got to get something, so we're doing the work." For Vanguard to do it, particularly on some of those funds, really truly surprises me, and uh, it it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to be the smartest strategy. Well, it's another. Yeah, it's another problem. As we mentioned, Vanguard's had several the last few years between customer service, charging for statements, etc. And another reason, maybe just to use exchange-traded funds. That's, that is exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking the days of the mutual fund are now probably coming to an end. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things. A bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. That's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So, scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now that we have the wacky Vanguard news out of the way. <laughs> by the way, our phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And, you know, the, the argument that it's to reduce trading just doesn't hold water anymore with ETFs. Exchange traded funds. You could sell, buy, sell, buy. So you can yeah. crank that out as much as you like. There's no reason. So and there are products. Really for, uh, there are products for everything that Vanguard is charging a fee on in ETFs. It makes no sense. Anyway, the main topic of the day is the fact that we <laughs> yes. will, we will, Tom and I will never, ever, ever, ever be obsoleted in our message. Our our message will never be obsolete, and that is. Where do you find the right help with your money? I was looking at uh, our town Facebook group for our little town here in Florida. And okay, somebody, first of all, what are you doing on Facebook? Come on. Well, but, I, it's, right. I keep this is how I keep up with the little town. Ah, so somebody okay, posts any financial advisors you'd recommend in town. Now, one would think if we had any impact at all. That there would have there would have at least been one fee only, one hundred percent fiduciary advisor mentioned. The first one mentioned was a guy I know who is uh, with Morgan Stanley. Yeah, 
Shocker there. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Somebody said, oh, he's great. Then another one was a broker. He's amazing. Another one who's with uh, Ed Jones, one of the people said, he's the best. So nice. So nice. Another one recommended him. Another one said the Merrill Lynch office. Another one said something called the Good Life Companies. And both are generous givers to our community and trustworthy, and they run their business with integrity. It's fascinating. Not a single fee-only. As a matter of fact, the only post that even mentioned fee-only is from some guy who said, as an old recovered commission stockbroker and 35-year financial talk show host, I would suggest you listen <laughs> to Talking Real Money for a while first. Oh. If you must hire an advisor, please check this resource, talkingrealmoney.com slash help. Hiring an advisor is a huge decision, and I believe you should only work with a 100% fiduciary fee-only, not fee-in-commission, registered investment advisor. Got no responses. No, it's good to, to know that. that uh, no <laughs> it's good to know that uh, that sort of great information is being provided on uh, on uh, Facebook. But you know, you go to Forbes, you ask them. Guess what they say? Um, guess ask, what Forbes says? How ask to your neighbors. A, how to choose a financial? <laughs> yeah, how to choose a financial advice? Uh, no, ask friends, uh, family, and peers for a recommendation. Or if you if that doesn't work, look online. Oh yeah. Now I don't know if I mean I mean oh. sure type that in. Oh That's okay, hold on. Probably financial not the best advisor. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to type that in. Uh, first thing that comes up is Edelman Financial Engines because yeah. that's they a spend paid, a lot of money on that's that. That's a paid spot. Yeah, thank then you. Then somebody yep. called First Horizon. I don't know who they are. That's a paid spot. Uh, Edward Jones is really the first firm that pops up, non uh, non paid. <laughs> Edward Jones. And they, just so you know, they are not a 100% fiduciary. Not. No, no, they aren't. They no. they definitely aren't. As a matter of fact, I because Edward Jones came up so much in the story, I did some more Ed Jones checking again, just to make sure. And again, the 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 managed money, their fee-based account, yep. mm -hmm. both of their fee-based accounts are wrap funds. They are not specifically created for the client. They have certain yeah. portfolios, and they they state as much. These are not specific to the client, and they charge for those um, one point three five. Actually, it's it's one point three five on the first quarter of a million. It's one point three on average for the first million, and then they charge a uh, point zero nine to point one nine extra fee. <laughs> And then the funds Wait, one point three plus the plus almost another one percent. No, no, no. Point oh nine or point one nine. Oh, okay, all right. So point one, one tenth okay. to but, two okay. tenths so now, plus so one and a half thirty to talking, sixty yeah. basis points for the funds. Uh, I mean, now you're back at two plus percent. It's right, and you're not a lot getting of money. and you're not getting personalized portfolio advice. You're that's getting, crazy. You're getting no, the same crazy. thing that's given to everybody of the same situation so if you think yeah. you're getting personalized advice from your ed jones person think yeah, again it even says so in okay. their in their in their adv it says so it says this is not personalized right. to you but i gotta ask rather than friends family peers and online searches where do you go if i had the answer to that question i would solve most of the world's financial advice problems I don't no, know. I a couple ideas. Well, I know, but we, I don't we, know a foolproof way to do it, and, and a good way mm, because all of one. the resources nope. are, in many ways, only a half solution at best. Yeah, that's right. 
That's I mean, right. you talked so, about we looked at you talked about NAPFA, National Association yeah, right. of Planners. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, financial planning. Financial planners. Yep. And uh, and they'll give you people who are fee only. Yeah. For hundred percent fiduciaries, but you we that, looked up a few of them. We looked them yeah. up right there in Bellevue, and and the first one that came up in Bellevue was for a company yeah. out of Chicago that uh, charges as much as this does not include the fund fees, just the management fees. They charge two percent at the highest end, which is like Ed Jones. It's just ridiculously high, and they they consider that themselves a fiduciary at two percent and again there's no regulation as to where the fiduciary definition starts fee fee wise no and if you're paying two that's the same i know it's very high right now i'm we're paying five dollars a gallon roughly for a gallon of gas Mm -hmm. if you're paying two percent to have your money managed get planning etc that's like paying $10 a gallon because you can get it for half of that. And you can get it good. You can good. get it, it for half of that or less. less than half of that. Or less than that. Yeah, right. I'm talking on first million dollars. Mm-hmm. You can get it for a lot less for the bigger account. So you're way overpaying. Way, and way, way. we don't know with an advisor like that which funds they use. You, you can be yeah, a fiduciary oof. advisor and use actively managed, high-cost, sure. non-loaded mutual funds. You can. They do. We know they do. We see their portfolios. Yep. Mm-hmm. Painful. So that's my problem. So, okay. Is what's somebody to yeah. do? I, that's to you. Friends, family, peers. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And online, do an uh, online search. I guess you, here's okay, what no, you, you could. No, no, go ahead. No, I, let me finish because yeah. you asked me. I you did. could. You, you could go to answer. NAPFA. You could get the. You could get the ag recommendations. I think Dimensional Funds has some recommendations too. But then you got to do the work, as you said. It's not a complete solution. Then you've got to look at the fees and the type of funds they use and make sure. The strategy's right, that the charge is right. There's work still to be done. It's not just as simple as I'll pick that one and go with them. Well, that, and, right. and the thing you have to you have to this is the hardest part of all for us as humans, being emotional creatures, is you have to wring the emotion out of it. You really shouldn't care about how nice they are. That should not be your primary criteria. It should be the business. Wait, you're aspect. killing my business advantage. Well, I know this Come is all. On, this is the only advantage Tom has is that he's nice. Uh, but nice. but the fact is, you've got to ask the hard questions. How much do you charge? How do you manage money? What would you do given this situation? What kind of questions are you going to ask me? What things do you need from me? What are you going to do about distributions in the future? You got to ask hard questions and then call us eight five five nine three five talk. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And we invite you to give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And uh, we we got a very special call because when he's not Mm. working uh, at Christmas really hard, to take yeah. care of all the little good little girls and boys, uh, they to, they the this guy lives at, at the North Pole and they they call him Scott. That's just you know instead of Santa, they just call him Scott. Doesn't get confused. So yeah, we have okay. Scott calling us from North Pole, Alaska. Hi, hi San- Scott. Yeah, sorry, Scott. Scott. Sandy? Yeah. I thought I thought you were going to keep my uh, alias you and not use you my can't, real name. Don't trust the media. Do not trust the media. You can't call into a live radio show. And not be outed. I'm sorry, dude. (laughs) What can we do for you, Scott? Sorry. We're just kidding around with you. What's up? Well, I have a question or maybe two questions, depending on how you answer. Um, 
so my question is, I know that my traditional 401k, whenever I make withdrawals, will be taxed as ordinary income. So does that mean that I pay Social Security tax on that? Tommy? It depends on what how much that is. It, the possible, yes, you oh. could. Depends on how okay. much your income is, correct. Well, there isn't just a... I can't well, just say my, yes or no because I don't know how much you're paying in income, so yes. Okay. Well, the reason I ask is because I have too much to make a Roth conversion because what I understand is you have to take a percentage every every time you make a conversion, you got to take a percentage of what you have in your traditional to make it Roth, right? Is that correct? If, if it's in your individual retirement account, yes. If it's an employer plan, no. Is it in an IRA? It, well, I have some in an IRA and some in uh, – the majority is in my 401K. Okay. The 401K, is, that's 401K. off the table. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that if you're doing conversions. How much is in the individual retirement account? Uh, about 400000 Okay. Um, so – and what you're trying to – how old are you, Scott? You're really old, right, because you've been delivering and stuff and for a long time. Oh, 59 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, so – and how much longer are you going to work Well, income-wise? I was thinking – well, at my, at my current job, I plan on working about a year and a half and, and then moving. So I would find something to do, but my income will be lower. Okay, yeah. Tom. So I need I to. Can I, then, I, I, yeah. I, got, I, I think I have a correction. Um, okay. I just was looking online, um, and I thought that, I wasn't sure. Um, when you take an IRA deduction or a four hundred one k deduction, you don't pay taxes on that amount of income, but you no, do. No, no. He was talking about if you take money out of your four hundred one k. I know, but what I'm saying is, have Social Security is it, the money you put in your four hundred one k or IRA, even though you don't pay income tax. You still pay FICA, so therefore you've already paid FICA on it. Okay. Okay, but we're getting he's yeah no 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 that's right. Then when he no when he takes it out of the IRA, this specifically says when you take money out of a four hundred one k or an IRA, you've already paid FICA taxes, so you will only pay income tax on it. You won't pay FICA. Makes sense. Yeah. I just want to make sure because at really at your relative young age, I would just be I wouldn't do any Roth conversions yet until my income went down. Then I might just do it year by year, depending on how much my income was. Well, see, the reason I ask is because I was thinking that I would take, when my income goes down, I would take withdrawals and then convert them with my other income that I won't need that money to live on. And if I paid Social Security tax, it would increase my yearly wage to bring my Social Security up because I'd have those years of lower income yeah no i think your thinking is right and Mm -hmm. you should be waiting on your social security for a long time too correct well i don't know (laughs) my uh longevity in my family is is a lot Ah, okay okay. yeah because that is an issue Uh, you should consider longevity as part of that although you could be the exception we don't know we hope so thanks for the call scott tom and don are talking real money Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi, everybody. Don McDonald here, along with Thomas 
Charles Cock the Fourteenth, and uh, <laughs> going long, way back to old long, England days. Long yeah, sure, line yeah, okay, of royal, yeah. the royal yeah. roosters, oh, yeah. the yeah. royal roosters, royal, royal roasters. Royal roasters. Uh, our phone number yeah. is eight five five nine three five talk eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. So call us, kind of like John did. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. Um, my mom is. 59 and my father just died recently um she talked to social security and they told her that she would get a widow benefit and they said it would kick in at 60 years old and i was just trying to see what kind of benefit that would be would that be his full retirement age benefit as if he applied for full retirement well one um i'm sorry to hear about your dad um yeah that's horrible uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I uh, hold on. I think it is, but I, I'm trying to. I just it this, sounds likely, but we'd have to look at Social Security has a lot of. Yeah, you get a lot of uh, rules. Yeah, you you get uh, the surviving spouse gets uh, full retirement. Full retire- benefit. Yeah, the the 100 of the deceased benefit. The deceased worker. So whatever your dad would have benefit, had at his full retirement, which age, is FRA 67. 67 probably for his age right FRA. well yeah right. depends on the year he's yeah. born but yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah so full retirement age yep. yeah okay and as a matter of fact if you go to ssa.gov uh and put in his information you can find out exactly what that widow's benefit it'll show you it give you the exact number of that benefit hmm. okay and i just had one other question sure. if you have time we do um she's going to sell the home Will she still be able to receive the married filing jointly five hundred thousand capital gains benefit? Y- yes, or she is will. She now single and only gets two seventy. No, because okay. well, one she gets a she could get a step up on a capital gain too. She could get the step up she gets on the step his up. portion of the house. Yeah, on this on his portion of the house, she should. Yeah, it's so a capital gain. Work when he passed. Effect. Yeah. Boy, I don't know that, Don. I'm gonna let you say that. I'm gonna I, hang my head on that one. I guess that that's uh I don't know that rule. I don't frankly. We'd have somebody can call us and tell us. Or one of our advisors who's out on their fancy boat could stop <laughs> to give us a call and tell us, but um uh I don't know that. I uh, I believe sir I'm gonna hold I'm gonna go out on a limb. I am pretty sure I know this. I am yeah, I am. I am confident. I, I, I've, I, I've, I've talked about this before, a long time ago. Surviving spouses, and this is the only exception. Yeah. yeah no, this is right. Surviving spouses get the five hundred thousand dollar exemption if they sell the house within X number of years, and I don't remember how many okay. years it is. I think they give them two. It makes sense in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, it does. Right? So it does. But I do remember. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm 99.999% sure that I, okay. that I've talked about this before a long time ago, and the entire exemption goes to the surviving spouse within a couple of years because I, they give them time to sell. I just remember that, that coming. So that up. means she's going to get five hundred thousand dollars less on any capital gains tax you would have to pay not the tax but the the, 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 the value the value between the selling and the yeah, yeah and the basis yeah right yeah. correct yep so she's good she's she's financially yeah, the, she'll be in good shape okay yeah we expect the the gain to be three three fifty so we we're just trying to see perfect if she got the full 500 and it she'll, sounds like that's likely she'll get the whole thing 
She won't pay any capital okay. gains on the sale of the house. And remember, any secure if he owned any security, she gets a step up on the cost basis to the value at the time of his death. So uh, there are a lot of advantages okay. that to, so that spouses aren't hit hard, so that it, those who inherit aren't hit hard with taxes. Okay, great. Thank you guys so much for your help. You're very welcome. Thanks for Thanks, the call. Thanks, John. And take care of your mom. Take care of yourself. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's, you, you know, we had, there's another passing today, Bob Barker. And why am I we bringing up Bob we Barker? We weren't close. Bob and I were not close. Um, no, you didn't. Okay, no. You had men of similar age. So, but, Tom, um, but Tom has a reason. Yeah. I'll, we'll get we'll get to it when we come back. Oh, you want to you want to make this little teaser. Why, little teaser. Why, why, yeah. why it matters. Good. Why this is really I, important. I just feel something really, truly trivial coming up. I, I really do. Nope. Not. Yeah, no, I not. feel it. I feel it. We'll see. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello again. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Don. That's Tom. Our number is 855-935-8255. And before the break, um, Tom made mention of the passing of 99-year-old host of truth or consequences for you really old people or the price is right for you semi-old people and for you young people. Yeah, no, he was before Drew Carey. Um, and Tom wanted to mention yeah, good point. Thank you. In yeah. his inimitable way, which means unimitatable, thank God, way, what the <laughs> significance was to the financial industry of Bob it, it Barker. Is. It is, not was. It is no, still it is, is. even though he is that's no longer with us. It is. His, yeah. his impact yep, right. on the financial services yep. industry yep. remains to this day. Go ahead. Okay, the show of which he's most asso often associated with is called The Price is Right, correct? No, Truth or, Truth or Consequences. Yeah, they the even Price have a town. is Right. Truth or Consequences, no, New Mexico. No, nobody knows that right. show that thousand <laughs> years ago. Price is the Right. The Price is Right. Yeah. The thing is, if people would believe that about not just the show, but about their securities purchases, their life would be better because I argue with you all the time me, when you come in and me. say, well, it's selling for $15 a share, but it's really worth 18 or 20 or whatever it is. No, the price is right. For at that You've moment, the price it, is right. This is hard. Exa yeah. It is correct. It, it, the market is efficient. Gene Fama is correct. Well, that moment, that's what the price is. So tens that's of I'm thanking Bob for that because more right. people should that's agree That's a significant that. point. It's a little roundabout yeah. getting there. But it is. Uh, you're it right. Is. You're right. Weird, Prices, but yeah, but it's there. Yeah. Because yeah. when you have hundreds of thousands or millions of people 
all looking at yep. the value of a security simultaneously, they are a relatively efficient arbiter of price. It's like the jelly bean game. $675 billion dollars a day in trades yes yeah, like the jelly bean the game B. very few people ever get the number of jelly yeah. beans in the yep. jar right but it's so funny when you take the aggregate of all the guesses mm-hmm. it comes in really darn close to the actual number there you go the crowd the wisdom of crowds wisdom of yeah, crowds and we want to hear uh, god the, bless you bob we want to hear the wisdom of you at 855-935-TALK or the questions of you either one we, we'll take them both don Welcome to the show uh, hosted by Don and Tom. Hi, Don. Hey, Don and Tom. How's it going? Good, good. You were talking with the guy good. who lost his uh, father, I think. It, no, he, whatever. Uh, and they were talking about his mother was going to sell the house. Yeah. I don't think he'll have any gain because, when you, as you say, at the stepped-up basis, the, house, the cost of the house becomes the date of death. So whatever the house is on the date of death, that's going to be the new cost. And if he's selling it right after that, it's going to be a very little gain. And then the 500000 kicks in. So it won't be no taxes on that transaction. I see what you're saying. In other words, the basis goes up to the date of death of the deceased. It's 50%. I don't know if that's true, though, because they both owned it. I was wondering. It's 50%. Right, but then she's going to kick in her 50% as well. But she's still alive, so she doesn't get a step up. Right. It just she get so yeah. There'd be a step up on his half, but she would still have a capital gain on her half. So there would have to be some capital gain exclusion, but done. But the the the, the net result is the same. She is going to pay on a on a three hundred fifty thousand dollar gain on her primary residence. She is going to pay nothing in income tax. Not a penny. That is correct. Which again, okay. I think makes it. It's common sense, but no, Don. Thank you for helping us be right about that. Thanks, Don. We appreciate. I can't you. keep track of all these tax things. I'm uh, I know lucky enough to find make... my way to the office. I, come on, I mean, uh, come on. It yeah. just drives me crazy. I, 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 so, ju- I just uh, Social Security. Come on, give us some easy ones. Here. We just yeah, got no our K ones from the company. Now that means Tom will. <laughs> Did take... you see how long it was? It was a long time. How many pages? Yeah, it was a long, long K one. Anyway, no. Tom's going to take his to his accountant, yeah. and I, like a fool, am going to do my own. Good luck with that. It's 43 pages long. I know. I saw. I almost fell down when I looked at it last night. Like 43, really? It takes that. Did you print it? Wow. Did you print it? No, I did not print it. I looked at it. I was like, I'm not, no, I'm not printing it. Some people insist on printing stuff, like my wife. No. It's like she'll get anything on paper. She goes, I need to print that. Why? I hate the printer. The printer always breaks. It's out of ink. It gets jammed. It gets the little heads, the, the, the little squirty heads get all clogged up. And you, you have to use like 30 gallons of ink to clean the heads out. And, you know, like $1,000 later, you're going, they're still not clean. I hate printers. We got one. We have we have a nicer one that doesn't, it's something fancier. It was a lot more expensive, but they said you wouldn't have to do anything to the sure. printer ink for a long time many, and that's been true how many millions of dollars anyway. did that device cost it's like a giant behemoth <laughs> i think it costs more than my car yeah yeah <laughs> no, i hate kidding nothing uh, should be no, printed right. it's but no i did not print it the minute i saw 43 i was going to if it was like eight or nine because it's easier for me to read that's probably why your wife likes it 
It is. But, no, it's why um, it's easier. No, for I looked at it. Forty-three pages. No plus, way. Plus, plus. No, you not know, do it. she's like me. She's getting up there. You know, the eyes ain't what they used to be. Anyway, eight five five nine three five talk is our that, phone number. That works in your. That's that works to your benefit, by the way. The fact that she oh can't god, see yeah, she life. thinks I'm still good looking. <laughs> I, I, I know that's what I'm saying. I mean, look at this mug. Come on, good voice. Yeah, sure. Across the room, you look sure. like sure. You look like you could barely sixty years old. The Come rest on. of me. I'm old, and I look every bit of it. It's so funny, you know. As we we will we'll, this has nothing to do with money, but it is funny uh, when we'll meet with people and uh, they'll the you know like a younger couple and uh, they'll they'll Debbie will say something like, "Well, you'll be talking about age," and she goes, "Well, how old do you think I am?" And uh, they'll go, "Oh, I don't know, late forties, maybe to mid fifties." And then she'll go, how old do you wow. think he is? And they'll go, oh, I don't know, late 60s, early 70s. 105. She goes, we're the same age. And they go, whoa, you look good. See, that's a way to get a, whoa, you look good. Oh. She, she does. She looks so Wait, much younger you than really me. Sad? I thought she was younger than you. Oh, by nine months. Oh, okay. I thought she and I were born the same year. I guess you I'm wrong. You were 57 or 58? 58. No, you weren't born the same year. Yeah. Yeah. She's older than you. Uh, she okay. is. She is your senior. She. <laughs> <laughs> Saluting now. Stepping yeah. smartly yeah. to the rear. So there you go. Yeah. So um, anyway, here's the deal. We are here every Saturday. Now, you may hear this program on a uh, Tuesday. But if you want to call us and talk with us, we would encourage you to hold off until Saturday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, and give us a call at 855-935-TALK. Because while we take your questions a variety of other ways, including uh, we we record the calls and use some of them, uh, We and, and you can send in your questions at TalkingRealMoney.com. You can even speak them there, which is really cool. And those are the ones we use on the Friday Q&A podcast. But if you call live on Saturday... And I just got a confirmation... Then yeah. we can talk. What? You got a confirmation on what? That I look old? Confirmation on the step up. It says when one spouse dies, 100% step up in basis. Oh, we'll see. I was wrong. I'm just reading a 50% online. Isn't that weird? Yeah. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, welcome back. I'm Don. Tom's there. And uh, remember, you can call us at 855-935-TALK. But if you need more help, you need like, because we can't give you an hour here on the show. It would make for a boring hour. But we can give you a boring hour with Tom or a boring hour with one of our other advisors. <laughs> I'm good at that. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm, I'm really good at the boring hour thing. And yeah. Okay. If you want that, if you want some individual help. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you where to go. Is that okay? Yeah. TalkingRealMoney.com. <laughs> he tells Click me where to go all the time. Meet an advisor. TalkingRealMoney.com. Meet an advisor. <laughs> or, or, yeah, or the phone still works. 800-386-3004. That is toll free. Available in every state. They still have phones? 386 3004 call now 
hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.